What's up, Cardboard Nation? Rob Bertrand here with another episode of Go GTS Live. Hope you guys are doing well. We got a really big show for you tonight. Joining me, as always, my West Coast affiliate, Ivan Lovegren. What's up, Ivan? The coastest with the mostest. How's it going, Rob? There you go. There you go. Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, oh. No complaints at all. Um, I'm excited. We got another great show tonight. Uh, after last week's show, it was just had so much fun. Can't wait to do it again. So, time to rock and roll. Uh, yeah. on, on the agenda for this evening, uh, we got a couple hobby happenings um, to talk about, including Bull Durham um, autograph cards, uh, discussion on building the ultimate baseball movie trading card set. Um, some news for be fun. Yep, check out my cards. Uh, I've got a recap in a uh, locker room uh, post game interview video with uh, from last night's Stanley Cup game two in Pittsburgh, which I was at. Uh, we've got three boxes to break: Excalibur basketball, Revolution basketball, and Clear Vision, all from Panini. Uh, we're going to do a random hit draft for the remainder of that Tops UFC knockout box. Yes. I don't want to cut you off, but I just posted in the chat room. No one's good, chatted good. yet that I'm seeing. Say hi in the chat room right now, right now, to get your name entered in that hit draft. First because... 10 people. The first 10 people. Yep. We will uh, tackle Hot in the Shop, as always, and then we have another mystery sports action figure unboxing. What Ooh. could it be? What could it be? So it is sports, though. We're not doing like a G.I. Joe or something? No, or a no. Teenage G. Mutant Ninja Turtle? I know you liked to tell me I was playing with dolls, but um, no, we're not taking a look at new Barbies. Um, well, just you know, the, the Ninja Turtles movie comes out this week, too. I so know, it would be fitting if it was a Ninja Turtle. I've heard good things. I'm scared to say it, but I've heard good things. Oh, I find all those movies entertaining. I don't have to. I, I, I'm mature enough to know the difference between a good film and an entertaining movie. And all I want to do when I pony up for a ticket is be entertained. And I'm pretty easily entertained. I mean, yes, yeah. let's, let's face it. Um, I do this show, you know, and I think it's fun. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, yeah. The fact that but, we actually watch the show after doing it, shows how easily right. amused we are and entertained. Um, but to kick so my internet's off. going super slow. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to say, everyone in the chat room, we're going to get your names going in just a minute. Um, but uh, um, sorry, ignore no me. No <laughs> I'm staring at a little load button on my computer, and oh, I think that, that makes that. great don't radio. <laughs> like, hey guys, listen to me. Wait for my computer. Hey, I, uh, it's great TV. So I wanted to circle back to a conversation we had last week about the Golden State Warriors. And lo and behold, they did not choke. They still hold destiny in their hands. Yes. Now my question. Now my question. Oh, Don't give me a softball. Don't give me a softball. It's not a softball. It is. Oh, it's so easy. I got the answer already. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, Whose so legacy easy. suffers the most with the series loss? LeBron, who would be 2-5 and five in the finals, or Golden State's record-setting season? That's, that's just too easy. I mean, I almost want to ask the chat room, if am I crazy because I think it's so easy that the answer is LeBron's legacy? Because I, I don't believe LeBron's legacy has even been cemented yet. 
You can I, call him. I would agree a with monster. you. Until he but, wins one for his hometown team, I, I what legacy? Yeah. That's and we're exactly. not talk we're not talking back in the Boston Celtics red hour back days where you know the same two teams faced off, you know, six and eight years in a row. I mean, he's lost to what, OKC, mm-hmm. San Antonio. I mean, he's lost to a handful well, no. of teams. How do you do that when you're the best? Well, he didn't lose to OKC, did he? Okay, yeah. My but. bad. But you get my point. I mean, it's not like he's lost to like one one team has kept him from reaching yeah. that glory. It's like, yeah. all right, if you're the best in the league and multiple teams are stopping you uh, from winning the championship, and granted, mm-hmm. he's been the best guy on weaker teams. I get that. So you're you're going LeBron. Yeah, well, because you have you have both that side of LeBron, and then the flip side is. We saw the Warriors already overcome adversity. So if they lose now, it's not choking. They overcame adversity. They were down 3-1 against, you could argue, the second, third, fourth, you know, a top four team in the league. You can't argue beyond that. They weren't the fifth best. They weren't the sixth best. You know, and so it's a real competitor. It's not like somebody came out of the woodwork and surprised them. They were up against a real competitor. They were down. They overcame it. So they're beyond choking. If they get swept i wouldn't even consider that a choke okay but they're not going to they're going to win in four okay actually Um, more likely in six but i think what's what's interesting is when you look at we had this we tied this conversation a little bit back to football when when you talk about the greatest football teams ever i rarely i rarely hear the 79 or excuse me the 72 dolphins mentioned you hear the steelers you hear the 85 bears you hear certain patriot teams uh the first couple packer teams for the first couple super bowls which i find interesting they ran the table including the super bowl and aren't held in that in that conversation so i think even if golden state were to lose i think i think they'll have that you know that record but there'll be an asterisk there it'd be no mark on them but as a bulls fan and and knowing a lot of (laughs) bulls fans i can tell you how badly how badly they people are rooting against golden state for that sheer factor is that they don't want to be one-upped they don't want to be the one with 72 and won the championship versus the team that won 73 and won the championship. Yeah. So it's interesting. And then game one kicks off tonight, right? Yeah. I mean, it definitely hails back to what we talked about last week, which is, you know, with the, the team that you didn't know existed, the 2007 Patriots who yeah. went undefeated up until the Super Bowl. But again, that's not even so much a choke job. I think everyone except for you and three people in the chat room recognized them as one of the greatest teams ever. Um, even though they didn't win it. And that's part of what makes that story so great, especially if you are a hater on uh, the Patriots, is that they didn't win it. But in this case, I mean, it would be, it's been a pretty marvelous season. It's definitely changed the way the game is played. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Bill Simmons' new site, uh, another guy that some people hate, some people love. I think he's a fantastic sports writer. Yep, Um, agreed. So his new site launched this week, finally, The Ringer. And there was an article about the Bell Ball, the Ball Brothers, the high school phenoms that 
they argue people are comparing them to the Warriors, and they're like, no, we've been playing this way for seven, eight years. Like, we were raised to play this way, you know, half-court shots and things like that. But it's just interesting because this team's place in history, I think, is solidified with how they have shifted the dynamic of the game, regardless of if they do. You know, if for some reason they do lose in six or something like that, I don't think they get tarnished. Well, I okay. think LeBron... No, I, I, is who we thought he was. I think I'm siding with you too. I don't think it. I don't think it's a, a softball or a layup. I think there's arguments to be made on both sides. But LeBron's in a precarious position right now. You don't want to be two and five in finals competition. You you don't want to be yeah. that guy. You know, three and four sounds a lot better than two and five, even though it's only a differential of one. So, all right. So we do have our ten names. Thank you, everybody who said hi in the chat room. Uh, oh, I feel, looks like we just had one more, so he's number 11, but sorry, Justin, it was the first 10 names. Yeah, for this so particular Justin one, you'll have plenty of opportunities to win later in the night. We're breaking three boxes, so stick yeah. with us. Yeah, we're, we're opening Clear Vision Basketball, we're opening yes. Revolution Basketball, and Excalibur yes. Basketball. Yes. Two of those products are those notorious autograph in every other box. So it'll be interesting to see if Rob the Mojo can pull an autograph out of either of those since it's only every other box. But we'll be giving away hits all night, so don't feel bad that you missed the uh, UFC intro. But uh, oh, this also seems like a good time to say thank you to everyone. Twitter support has been crazy. Yes, thank you. Um, I've been getting tagged in stuff that you guys are doing, and it's just really cool to see, and I've been watching the page. Um, I know we're doing two other giveaways also, so if you happen to be an uh, angry card collector, just said hi. Don't worry if you missed out on the UFC entry. Uh, Alex Alex just said darn in the chat room. Come on, Alex. You've, you've won like 17 times, so you missed one entry. Um, but uh, right now, there's a you hit from one of our flash breaks an Iker Casalius, who I have no clue who he is, but UEFA I'm Prism. I'm just impressed you can say his name. <laughs> um, I do have a friend in, in soccer, so he, he translates for me. But a f Emerald Prism out of five, and in the soccer world, these things are actually crazy. Um, so this, uh, this card, I've been looking for comps, and it's probably about a $170 card. And... We love you guys. We don't mind if you sell it, because we know you're going to buy more cards if you sell it. It's like you're going to find what you want. So make sure you enter, or maybe you'll find the person that really is dying for it, and you'll trade it for what you want. You know. So I'm not afraid to say the value and say that's a reason to enter. But go out on Twitter. Check out our soccer tweet. Check out the box of Panini Draft Picks Prism that we're giving away um, in a conjunction with last week's episode. So many chances to hashtag win with GTS. Love it. Love it. Well... Uh, last night, I drove to Pittsburgh, which is about, mm, I don't know, my GPS said an hour 40, I made it in an hour 20, and uh, went to cover game two of the Stanley Cup final uh, against the San Jose Sharks, and attending as a non-rooting fan of either team, but a fan, a huge fan of hockey in general. Uh, a couple interesting observations. Uh, number one, the watch party that the team held outside the grounds must have drawn. I'm not good at estimating crowds, but I would imagine somewhere in the neighborhood of eight to nine thousand people. I mean, it wow. was. 
I showed some scenes on Periscope last night, and I mean, it was just thick as far as the eye could see. And it was rowdy on the streets. I mean, people were pumped and excited. I mean, right down to the police officers who were like trying to keep things orderly, mm -hmm. but like, you know, let's go, pants, <laughs> let's go. Pens. <laughs> and two, that in energy became infectious. Uh, as you entered the building hmm. and man i thought the united center where the blackhawks play is loud i had the uh the good fortune um to cover the three cup finals that they were in and i mean i thought i knew what the word deafening meant hmm. the acoustics are totally different at the console energy center it's slightly smaller seats about four thousand people less but it certainly wasn't the lack of people made any difference. I mean, yeah. I at one point, I think cheering would have registered on the Richter scale. Okay. Rob, did you go anywhere else while you were in Pittsburgh? Did you eat any, anywhere good? Or, um, no, I, I, like I, I mean, I had to wait for my wife to get home. So I, I got there, you know, like an hour and 20 minutes before game time. So just oh. enough to walk around. Um, shoot some periscope, figure out where, you know, I was, my assigned seat was. Ooh, was uh, that on the VOTC periscope or was that on yeah. Sportsology? Okay. Yeah, and uh, then I ate in the media dining room. Yeah, that was it. I mean, it was a blitzkrieg. I was yeah. in and out, in and out. You know, it's silly, but one of my favorite places in Wrigleyville, actually, when I go to a Cubs game, is a Pittsburgh-style sandwich place there, Lucky's Sandwich Co., um, but they're so good oh, yeah, and they're so sure. friendly and so so Chicago, even though they're Pittsburgh, um, that it's just like it's really fun. So I'm a big fan of that Pittsburgh style with the coleslaw and the steak the fries, fries right on it. On the sandwich, yeah. But you guys can hear us. We can hear you with our eyes. We'll keep battling for a little bit. Um, well, do you want to talk, though? I mean, because this next one, we don't really need illustrations. And this came as a surprise to me because I'm not a good enough collector to use this site. Um, I do use sure. eBay, but there is another site that is well known among collectors called Check Out My Cards. And the way this site works, as I understand it, is you actually send them like a thousand cards, commons, set building. You can send them higher end stuff too. But they do all the work of listing them on their site for you. Am I correct yep. in that? That's yep. how it works? You pay a small fee for storage per card every month. Um, so you gotta you gotta watch that. Um, we can actually have the owner of that company on. Uh, he's a good guy, Tim Getch, mm -hmm. um, who can explain all that. But what I found was interesting was their news release this week that they are going to uh, start cross-selling your inventory uh, through their eBay store, which is cool because obviously more eyeballs. One of the knocks on any secondary market. Uh, be it sports lots, sports cards direct, check out my cards, is that people feel that the most eyeballs are still on eBay, and mm -hmm. you know they're right about that. So if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. And so not only are you going to be able to cross sell on check out my cards, uh, Amazon, which they do, but now eBay. So that's pretty cool and that, yeah. that's about all the eyeballs you want in mm -hmm. general 
So. Well, and something like, because literally this article, I, I've been saying for like two years, I need to get on, check out my cards. Again, it's a good place because then you, the consumer, go and you're not buying a card from me and paying shipping and buying a card from someone else. They bundle your shipping as a consumer as if you're buying one lot, essentially, even though you're yes. getting options from everyone. Um, and I'm so lazy that I still haven't even joined that. But... Um, Proof that any of you could host this show. Uh, I didn't realize that they were combined with Amazon. So you're already getting all the Amazon eyeballs, and now you're getting all the eBay eyeballs. Uh, my question is, what's the fee? Like, how much are how much are you how much are you paying them for this? Because this sounds like a fantastic, already fantastic service with a great new step added. Yeah, I don't know all the details. Next would be um, this week also. Uh, Tops archives baseball released and one of the big things that is a draw to this product is the fact that they secured uh, some of the key cast members from one of my favorite baseball movies of all time bull durham kevin costner tim robbins susan sarandon all signed for this product how great is that that's amazing that's fantastic especially because you say one of the greatest you know I'm opinionated, and you know that usually I like to go against the generation right before me, which right on the cusp here. But I, I sincerely believe Bull Durham is the greatest baseball movie of all time. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly hard to argue. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, what would even, what would even potentially rival it? The Natural. Potentially the natu the Natural. Um, uh, gosh, I'm even looking. Uh, I, it's I mean, such a Sandlot, tragedy, though, Sandlot is great, but yeah, but that's oh, the natural is a tragedy. Yeah, yeah, the natural has great moments, but it's also a little over long. Yeah, oh, just a little, and just a little predictable. You know, I mean, Bull Durham takes you left and right, and you're surprised, and you think, and and it deals with our, you know, especially in the late '80s, like our conceptions of traditional relationships but what's it like for people that happen to be in their early 30s and still single which would have been a big deal especially in the midwest at that time you know favorite scene from bill durham or <sighs> give me one or two you know i think it's i think it's just it's the end just the way it comes together at the end and you're like you're like yeah i'm i'm I don't want to give away just in case anybody hasn't seen but it's like oh my because gosh it is it's like a you, 20 year old movie spoiler alert you don't know you don't know if it's it's a comedy, yes, but it's the kind of 80s comedy that could have a depressing ending. Like, you don't necessarily know if it's going to end with the win in a relationship sense, not just in a baseball sense. In the baseball so I like that sense, they, three scenes I like. The mound meeting where they can't figure out what to get Jimmy and Millie for their wedding. <laughs> Number two, lollygaggers mm -hmm. in the shower. And three... I didn't know if I was allowed to say a, that on here. We got a bona fide natural disaster. I'll get us a rain delay. Three awesome, awesome scenes. And if, mm -hmm. for the love of God, if you have not seen this movie, I mean, this is your homework for this weekend is to go run it. Um, I will say, well, and we're going to transition into some more. So it's really cool that this is in archives. That's the first mm -hmm. thing. Though we did see, uh, so Kevin Costner, this is like his 17th set this year because um, he was in Leaf Trinity Baseball. That's two. Um, yeah. Um, Mr. Exaggerator. Give or take. But I'm, well, okay, if you count all the parallels, you know, because he's in the red set, he's in the black set, he's in the printing plates, you know. It's cool to see him doing this this year. 
Um, and he seems to be doing a lot more. Like I saw an article with him in AARP. Don't ask why. I was reading AARP. But he seems to like have like hit a point in his career where he's back to just like having fun with fans, which I think is really cool. But this is this is an awesome thing. But I like talking about all the baseball. Yeah. So and I know that we have another article on GoGTS.net. I got to give it the plug. Because you guys, like, I've been in the know since I found out about this site six months ago. Literally, I've, I say it every episode, don't I, Rob? Rob's yep. sick of hearing it. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm such a magooch. I didn't know this site existed until they literally said, okay, hey, today's our first test run of this show. Here's the notes. Here's the links. And I was like, what is this site? And it has, I always talk about Future Watch, because I don't know who these guys are. You know, you get this this Aaron Brown auto. Who the, who the heck is this guy? I don't know. Where do I go? I go to Future Watch. Look it up. Um, you know, you've got Kelsey Schroyer's Mint Musings, which are always fantastic. They've been getting celebrities on there. Jim Rice uh, interview on his this thoughts week, on memorabilia yeah. this week, uh, courtesy of Mab Mab Celebrities, I believe they're called. Mab they're they're a good follow services. on Twitter as well. Um, if you guys like news on older sports guys, they do some fun interviews. So follow them on Twitter. But anyways, yeah. So all that to say, there's another article on the site. We did uh, use uh, some stuff from Ryan Cracknell at Becca for the Topps Archives. 22 films to make the ultimate baseball movie trading card set, which carries over our conversation of what is the greatest baseball film. And this was written by some guy named Sir Robert Bertrand. Yeah, you know what? This is your opus. This is your sports uh, card opus right here. And so, all right. What I was going to say is when you have editorial control over a blog, uh, uh, if you will, um, every once in a while, I just like to do something a little little different. You know, This isn't related to any product. This isn't related to any manufacturer, event, anything. This is just my idea of you can't you can't have a conversation about Bull Durham without then having a larger conversation about, well, what else would make a good, you know, why don't they do an all encompassing baseball card set? Why don't they? Because it would be a logistic and licensing nightmare. First, you would have to negotiate with every movie studio. Get me Brian Gray. Get me Brian Gray right now. We're going to make this happen. For image rights. Number two, then you would have to negotiate individually with every single person that you want autographs from from those films get me susan Suze can make anything like that happen when she talks to athletes and actors they just do what she says we're going to put together an all-star collector team to put this together it's going to happen it's easy Suze, brian gray get tracy doing the marketing so obviously i started in the wayback machine Chris you Carlin gotta have pride you gotta have pride of the yankees in there I mean, you got Gary Cooper, Babe Ruth as himself, and the subject matter about Lou Gehrig in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great. So you got to have single cut autographs of Cooper and Ruth, dual cut auto of Cooper and Ruth, and then how about a movie quote audio booklet card of excerpts from Lou Gehrig's uh, retirement speech? Okay. Oh, I like that. Uh, I don't know. Did they? Our producer, our, our producer is thinking that maybe Fleer did something like that. Anyone in our chat room? That uh, next up, 
another very good baseball movie, Field of Dreams, with a stellar cast. Kevin Costner, Amy Madigan, James Earl Jones, Burt Lancaster, Ray Liotta. Hey, we could definitely get Kevin Costner to sign for that. Right? (laughs) I think he'd be open to it. He's signing for everything else this year. Think of the cool dual autos. Obviously, you know, Kevin and his wife, Amy. Uh, How about two iconic actors on the same car, James Earl Jones, Burt Lancaster, and then have Kevin and his, uh, uh, the actor's name is Dwyer Brown, the guy who played his father. Um, in one of the greatest scenes in, in all of film. You want to have a catch? You want to have a catch, Dad? God, I love that. Yeah, I know. It tears me up every time. Yeah. Um, the whole, I, I just I don't, didn't know there was an emoji for goosebumps, but it just came up. Um, unfortunately, Burt Lancaster actually passed away about okay, 22 years Okay, so he'd have to be ago. a cut. <laughs> so he'd have to be a cut. Didn't all want right. to be insensitive there, but uh, so if his family is listening, it. we're sorry. And then I put all the guys who play on the field in a six-autograph booklet. And then I stole an idea from Leaf because I know they did this. They had uh, Field of Dream uh, Cornhusk cards. Mm. Have you ever been? I know a horrible thing kind of from that area. Yeah, horrible thing is somebody that's from there. Not only have I never been, I have not seen the movie. Ooh, that's your homework for this weekend. Yeah, it is on HBO. Uh, oh, no, it's not. It was on HBO's ending this month, and it's two days into the new month. Well, if it was on HBO, it's not on Netflix. I mean, they, that's getting back into those contract things. I need Brian Gray to negotiate that onto Netflix for me. Sorry. Sorry, Rob. Yeah, um, oh, you guys are going to make me pay for it? I'm expensing it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So um, let, me, let me carry this on, though. We do have... Sure. Um, a really cool article, and it, it goes into some pretty specific depth. And I want you guys in the chat room, too, to, to chime in with what, what kind of cool relics or, like, unique cards you can think of. Kudos to you, Rob. I know that, yeah, um, as the writer, you put a lot of thought into this. I really do consider it an opus of yours for sports card collecting. It was one of those things that took way longer than I was hoping it would, and it, mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, I'm stopping right here, and i got to yeah. find a way to tie this all <laughs> Well, so so let me, uh, I'll summarize this a little bit. First off, he only did Series 1 on here. He listed 22 films, but he kept it at least a little short. I want to see Series 2 and the update series, like how you'll fill it out, because I love this. But The Natural, Wonder Boy manufactured bat barrel relic cards. My question is, do they have to be manufactured bat barrel relic cards, or is one of those props available in a prop house somewhere? Well, There's got to be, be at least one of those. I'd, I'd like one. I mean, it, Well, no, it wouldn't be a one-on-one. Like, you, you get 10,000 shavings off of a bat. No, I want the Wonder Boy lightning bolt. Oh, oh, gotcha. That, yeah, that's why it would be manufactured. Well, that would be that would be possibly the hit of the thing. Then, if you actually got, you know, if you did one bat from from it, which you should be able to get semi cheap. I'm sure there was five or six prop bats at least. But if you got one, oh, 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 oh sorry, someone's breaking into my house. You get what I'm saying about that. It'd be really cool if you could get Absolutely. the one of one, like you said. New York Knights film used jersey relic cards shouldn't be too hard to get, though. Would be pretty cool. And then I like that you worked in uh, ultraviolet or voodoo digital download. Like you could get downloads of these movies. Like we had like we're a, pulling Redbox, you know, videos or yeah uh, from uh, this isn't this is kind of like one the WWE. They also have where you can download uh, like two you know uh, pay per view matches. You'll find those in certain products. So yeah, you know, insert some of those in there. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we had someone suggest jock straps in the 
People always say that. Well, yeah, I came up with a couple, I thought, cool memorabilia inserts for Bull Durham. Um, you get the the Durham Bull outfield sign relic cards and then the Nuke Lelouch shower shoe relic cards. Mm. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And, you know, um, so actually Tim Robbins is a collector. I don't know if you knew that. Is he really? Um, I don't know how dynamic he is, but I have been to a shop near me. And I've heard stories of him shopping in there, a little more casual, but spending like three hours in there when he does, you know, just like looking at every single thing, like what we do when we go to a card shop and on a Saturday and next thing you know, it's like two and a half hours later and we're only through like the fourth case of just making sure we saw every single card. Um, I've heard, heard stories of him doing the same thing. So I think that you could get him in on, Hey, do you have, you know, a set of those that you could, you could contribute, um, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and I, I'm not going to run. You guys go to gogts.net and check this out for yourself. Um, well, two, two things, too, and I you know, I think that this is a great thing to point out. Uh, not even trying to be PC, but I just love that there's two great baseball movies that also really do encompass a bit more of the diversity than we've seen as of late uh, or, or growing up. A League of Their Own, 1992. Yes. The All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, the double-A-G-B-L. Such a fantastic movie and gives you the chance to include Gina Davis in a card set. You know, include, uh, i, I got to be honest, Tom I don't Hanks, think you're going Ma- to get Madonna to sign just from the stories I've heard about her on I that can, set. Like I said, I can, I, can, I can dream. Yeah, yeah, I know. But that's the thing. Once we're once you get collectors involved, they start getting into the the nitty gritty and like, and then you get the redemption for Madonna, and it's been three years, and you're upset, and you're yelling at RobCards.com. Um, but you know that's really cool. And in your season, in your series two, you mentioned forty two, which I would love because I'm a huge Chadwick Boseman fan, and so that would be the auto I'd be chasing in that. Thought he was fantastic as Black Panther. And then obviously, obviously. Um, Major League, you got it, <laughs> you got mm-hmm. it, Major League. I mean, we've seen uh, Tops did a, a couple uh, autographs from this movie, but I'm talking I want everybody. I want Berenger, Sheen, Corbin Burnson, uh, Rene Russo, Euchre, Wesley Snipes, Dennis Haysbert, uh, Pete Yukovich, Steve Yeager. Mm-hmm. And so think about this then. I came up with the idea you had one of the insert sets is a Rachel Phelps strip puzzle box topper. You got to have that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, these are I'm glad you're saying this and not me this time. Usually I'm the one getting in trouble here with the with the producer. Uh Willie Mays Hayes Fillmore and Bat batting glove relic cards. Uh, how about via redemption? You know, let's not cut everything up. How about uh, via redemption, a cast sign poster and a cast sign baseball with as many people as we can get on it? Yeah, I like that too. That's a good idea. Like you could have redemptions for actual movie type memorabilia, which would be pretty cool. So, and so there's a few things though. I just want to look at the overall list too, because there's so much on here, and it's and look at the list and see what else is coming in series two, because I expect Rob to finish this article elucidating on this because <laughs> there's some things I want to argue about um, here but because we spent a lot of time on it I will save the arguments so let's see series two and then we'll argue what needs to be included in the update because there's some choices you made in series two that I disagree with over things that are missing I did I did I miss something seriously well I mean honestly like like series one is obvious like you they're all 
arguably, you know, maybe you could switch one to two or not. People are saying in the chat room, oh, I like that Eight Men Out made it into Series 1. It's a nice, you know, a nice underrated way to go. Um, Plus, you could do really cool relics and memorabilia from that. So. Mm -hmm. But, but what did yeah, you think we'll, I left we'll out? We'll get into that. We're going to move this. I'm not, we're gonna, this took too long. I'm not writing another one. Well, it's this. not that you left it out. It's that you, you made, you know, did was the goal to make 24 films? Was the goal to include every film? Or was it to make 22 films and get the best 22? I went through a list uh, online at IMDb, and uh, these were, the I thought, the best 22. Okay. So what did I leave out? What, did, what would you put on here? Well, one of my all-time favorites, I won't say that it's better than Bull Durham, but Rowan Gardner, or Garden Hoser. Hmm, okay. I'm not Rookie opposed year, to that. Gary Busey, and actually, um, there's an artist, Kyler Smith, C-U-Y-L-E-R. I saw just the other day, he put out, um, he makes base trading card style art from movies here in Hollywood. And, like, he's on display at galleries all the time. It's funny. I was going to put Rookie of the Year on there, and I thought I thought too many people wouldn't appreciate that. Well, see, the reason I would have that argument is because I'm seeing Mr. 3000 on here. Just so you could get Bernie Mac in there. The Bernie and, Mac auto. Um, oh, you made a good argument right there already. But, um, and then the other one that I love that's not MLB, 